forward now. Rise the ground and go get it. I'm your host, Mike Man, representing MBMG all day, every day. Back with another episode of The Hottest Thing Smoking. Rapper Week TV, the podcast, going up wherever you stream and listen to music or podcasts. Go ahead, punch that subscribe button, add us to your playlist, punch that notification bell. We got Circle. It's a Thursday here in the DFW. And it's going up, man. You know how it does the flame them if you got them. Big back wheels burning, man. Rap Week TV, the podcast on Spotify right now. iHeart, wherever you stream, listen to music. Hey, man. Today's content uh, is going to center around a little bit of Kyrie Irving. Uh, we're going to talk about Rory and Miles skits and see if we can squeeze in anything else that may be content worthy. But I am Mike Man representing MBMG and we're talking about Kyrie Irving first. Now, Kyrie went on social media yesterday before his game in Boston. You know, he used to play in Boston. Before being traded to, or requesting trade to Brooklyn. And, you know, he got his way ultimately. But some comments he made or a post on social media that uh, basically that Motherfuckers in Boston are racist. Like, uh, I guess he's been hearing shit or... Well, like I said, he played in Boston, so he would know. Everybody recall the instance where... When he went back the first time, he was in there... Spreading sage and shit all around the court. But they didn't have no uh, fans in attendance for that game. But... He was going around sage in the court. And I don't know. I think I think that um, not to be funny or downplay it, but I think Kyrie has some type of lingering mental health issue. Now I'm not saying that because of the statement about the racist or the the saging of the court, but I mean, Kyrie seems like there's some issues there, and mm-hmm, that shit comes across as he interacts with people outside of the basketball court. I mean, it's saying he has like a diva attitude or he wants to be the big brother attitude or the star of the show attitude and that's kind of that kind of was apparent after you know the breakup of him and LeBron James you know from the Cleveland Cavaliers I was rooting for that team heavy I was a Cleveland fan like wherever LeBron goes man that's where my fanhood goes and you know I guess Kyrie felt some type of way when James came back or some type of way when James was there or some type of way when James left. So He's feeling something, but he put out a statement the other day 
and it kind of revealed the ugly side of you know fans you know he has a kind of a tumultuous history with the city of Boston but um Irvin was asked about what sort of welcome he might receive from fans upon his return and he didn't really know but he said he looked forward to competing and hoping things could be kept strictly basketball with no belligerence or racism going on now that statement right there for a person who is a face of the league like saying keep it strictly basketball no belligerence like he's on the cool saying these motherfuckers over here are known to get rowdy and say some shit out the fucking way now if you go back look at like matter of fact I think just yesterday or just the other day they had to restrain Russell Westbrook. I think he was going through the uh, tunnel, going back to the locker room, and a fan dumped popcorn on him. Now, I remember, I remember when I used to watch the NBA Heavy. Rasheed Wallace, I was watching that game. When he went up in the stands and started whooping ass, I was watching, uh, no, no, that was, uh, that was uh, Ron Artis, uh, aka World Be Free. I mean, uh, World Be Peace or some shit. World Peace, yeah. Metal World Peace, yeah. So when Metal World Peace ran up in the ran up in the stands in Boston and whooped the old boy's ass when he was playing for Indiana, and you know, like. Sometimes these fans forget that these are people too. This is just entertainment. This is just a sport. Whether they get millions of dollars or not, your ass is in the stands cheering for a fucking reason. You're not down there on the field or on the court for a reason. So when you come your ass to these events or these games, whatever you better act accordingly cause these motherfuckers are just like you now you would think that niggas or people in general when they take their ass and when I say niggas I refer to all parties all races everybody in this bitch is considered a nigga to me I don't just look at that shit like it's just a black thing no more. Y'all done took shit and ran with it so long and used shit and now everybody want to say shit to be cool. But nah, I consider everybody. But you would think these white motherfuckers, not to sound racist, but you would think they would know to shut the fuck up talking to one of these millionaire basketball players who probably wouldn't have a problem whooping your ass and taking that that court fine or going to jail and paying that $250,000 settlement or whatever because you provoked them. And a lot of people are looking for paydays and shit. So they try to antagonize players and shit when they out in the public. Like, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, 
uh, either a baseball player or a football player got in. No, it was a football player got into it. Who was it? Uh, the good one, the good one, the good one. Uh, Aaron Donald. Not that's it. Is it Aaron Donald? Yeah, I think it's Aaron Donald. The uh, defensive back. No, the defensive lineman for uh, used to be for San Diego or LA. I don't know. Yeah, but he got into it a few weeks ago. Just in the club, the motherfucker probably tried him. And, you know, he had to get the business. But, but Russell Westbrook had to charge at somebody for dumping popcorn on him. So, I mean... That, that lets you know these fans and given the situation now where people are starting to return to the games now like it's gonna be some <laughs> bro people are letting loose their aggression that past goddamn trauma or hurt is coming through and motherfuckers are going to the fucking games instead of being a fan and watching the game you wanna wild the fuck out and go off on the players but Weed TV the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man. Represent MBMG. Stay tuned. Oh, now Mike Man represent MBMG all day, every day. From Rapperweek TV the podcast. You got a small business event or product that you need to promote. You can get a one-month ad placed on Rapperweek TV the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and more. Wherever you stream this music or podcast, we have current regular listeners in seven countries and throughout the U.S. And you can get a one-month ad today and receive one month free. Serious inquiries only. Just send an email to Rapperweek TV the podcast at Yahoo enter promotion code RWTV25 that's RWTV25 and for more information just hit the email below Podcast at yahoo.com I'm Mike Man NBMG all day chill and we're back Rapper Week TV Podcast, your host Mike Man representing BMG all day. We talking about Kyrie's comments before he went to Boston and went off for 29 points. Uh, did they win? Did they win? Did they win? Did they win? Uh, scores. You know what would have been fucked up? If he would have went there if they would have went there and got their ass like blowed out the water Nets game don't you hate when you researching or trying to look up shit and the spell check be fucking you off but yeah uh, now the Nets lead the series 2 to 0 and yeah, they went out 130 to 108. And, uh, they're 
15 albums later. Let's see. Grading the Boston Celtics game too. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but um, you know, they look like they're gonna advance and go forward. But you know, I think Kyrie, Kyrie's probably gonna want to hurry up and get the fuck out of Boston ASAP because now that Boston probably is gonna appear to lose the series. Oh, the fans are finna amp the fuck up now. You can guarantee that, bro. After your comments. Oh, they finna amp up. But if it's gonna be some belligerence or racism or whatever that yes to be seen, we'll see what he says or if he comes back. I guarantee he's gonna say something. He's gonna say something after game three. And, you know, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, Kyrie Irving claims belligerence and racism sometimes in Boston goes down and it's quiet as kept but we'll keep you posted on that next up going on Rory and Miles now for those who don't know or have been under a rock or some shit Rory and Miles formerly of the Joe Budden podcast are now it appears to be they're making attempts to get there. I mean, the names are already known, but they're trying to, I guess, elevate their brand. And I saw on Twitter where they posted skits or snippets of the skit that they, you know, produce. And it kind of shows that, I mean, they're basically about to get things rolling and looks like promotion for their new show or podcast I think the tweets the tweets are endless as far as support form everybody asking when are they gonna come back everybody asking when are they gonna post another video after the one they posted on Vimeo for two dollars a pop where they aired out everything about what's going on with the Joe Budden situation and yeah I mean there is a interest in a market for them and it, it, it me personally I think it's going to be a much needed podcast man much needed for one to get, keep their brand rolling and to show that you know they weren't just dependent on Joe Button. so to show that they can do this shit on their own and show that they're their own people which they are you know but in the skits <laughs> what 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 to me is so funny now is you know and, and Joe Budden created the episode and he kind of talked about the situation some more brought in a mediator so to speak who gave his opinion and I think Joe and Rory and Mal they all just their feelings are involved so heavily in this so heavily invested into it that the sting from this shit is just too much to bear and you know they say they've talked about it and talked it out and hashed it out but in the skit now 
I guess just being true New Yorker fashion. Shout out to all New Yorkers, man. I love New York. But, um, can't wait to go back. But, I guess in New Yorker fashion, they took jabs and stabs at Joe Budden, you know, with kind of a comedic element. You know, Rory uh, mentioning the, the detergent after he's he spilled some and got his jeans stained in the skit and you know it's a reference to a statement that Joe Budden had made when he and Ma were living together and said some shit about Ma used to hide detergent um so I mean the skit if you haven't seen it go on Rory and Ma or yeah, either of their pages on Twitter and you can see that I mean, in a way, it, it's funny. You can kind of see where they're going with it. And, I mean, it, it's it's all right. Me, personally, yeah, it's all right. I mean, in true New Yorker fashion. If you're looking at it in New Yorker fashion, yeah, it's, it's all right. It, 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 it's, it's dope. Because they take stabs and little comedic side, you know, jabs at Joe Budden from comments that were said or, you know, facts that have been known or that have been surfaced or whatever, that been revealed or whatever. So, they, uh, yeah, it's like Rory and Miles about to get on their shit. They about to get on it. And looks like they're going to try to be funny at the same time or they're trying to, I guess, like I say, expand their brand because on the show they seem like there's two buddies of Joe Budden that sat back and I don't want to say yes man, but you know, you know, just just went off of his vibe and you know they had to follow his lead because it was his show. He is the host, so now they are the ones leading, and it looks like they they ready to take it on head on. I mean. I think they're going to be alright. I think they're going to do good. I mean, I'm going to tune in. But I haven't tuned in to see all of the Joe Budden episode that he released yesterday. But uh, I'll probably go back and, you know, look at that. We'll probably give you that content in another episode. Oh, aching like me. I got to get back into this gym today. Day three. Had to take a break yesterday. My body was aching, man. Aching. One thing, when I go up in there, this time knowing you just can't go up in that bitch hitting every goddamn thing or trying to prove to niggas in the gym that you strong and you can do this. <laughs> man, first day, I used one machine. Second day, I used the uh, the little medicine ball or whatever, 15 pound weighted ball, and that motherfucker has my arms burning, but it's a good burn. And day day three will commence today. You can check out content or a piece of that as I post that on my Rap Week TV page on Facebook. But yeah, this is Rap Week TV Podcast, man. I'm your host, Mike, man. Representing MBMG all day. Y'all stay tuned.
We're back, Rapper Week TV, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man, representing BMG all day. Going up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Casts, wherever you stream, listen to music or podcasts. Hey, Amen. <clears throat> little update on the San Jose shooting that went down yesterday morning. And uh, got more details on it. Basically, it runs like. Uh, call came in like 6.34 a.m. Drawing a large police presence after several 911 calls were made. You had the police department and the county sheriff's office. Uh, they have a sh- sheriff's office located right there at the site. So, you know, they had a heavy presence there. Quick, say when deputies initially went through the door of the facility that the the shooter was still firing and when he saw the deputy he took his own life and the deputies was going through the hallways hollering sheriff's office and I guess they knew that's when he knew his time was up and his time for firing shots was over deputies did not exchange gunfire with the shooter and basically they identified him as 57 year old Samuel Cassidy an employee of BTA the motive for the shooting is still under investigation uh, a detective spoke with the Today Show Thursday morning and said he was armed with two semi-automatic handguns an 11 loaded magazine uh, his ex-wife told AP Press that he had a bad temper and would tell her that he wanted to kill people at work but she never believed him and it never happened until now uh yeah and then the ex-girlfriend said he was uh she think that he wasn't mentally stable she said she was shocked but not totally surprised when she heard he was responsible for the shooting three minutes after gunfire erupted at the rail yard a fire was reported at the suspect's home and you know that's why they had deputies at the house investigators told uh, the news, NBC News that uh, ammunition inside the house and firefighters smelled accelerant when they arrived so I guess he was trying to burn that bitch down or trying to have it explode or something while he was going up there to commit this shit it seems like damn he already had the notion that he was going to take his life or he already knew he was going to probably die uh if he's burning down his house, he know he's not coming home. Basically, that's what they're saying. But, uh, damn. Uh, condolences to all that were, uh, killed in the incident. You have nine people being reported as, uh, casualties. And, you know, now they're finna start digging more into this but like I said yesterday in the comment I mean uh in the content we posted yesterday man mental health shit it seemed like it's real 
And that is basically what the fuck I was saying. Like, they should have regular checks yearly or some type of testing or something where people go to just basically check your mental capability or whatever. Just making sure everything with you is on the up and up. Making sure you ain't about to fly off the handle. Trying to, I guess, get ahead of shit before it gets to any further uh fucking incidences like this because this shit is coming up more too often now and it's basically just pointing like all the shit that's going on it's sad and it's fucked up not to be fucking racist but a lot of the white people when they get into shit oh his mental capacity is being brought up and thought of but when it's a black person, oh, he just black, he just, they just bad as fuck, they just known to do shit like that, but don't think their mental capacity has nothing to do with it either, but me, like I said, I'm not trying to make it a race thing, but a spade being a spade, bro, those are facts, but this shit right here is just more evidence to what I was saying yesterday, but they need to have some kind of regular check where you can go in just and then I know with that it comes with the probability of somebody probably getting committed by error but it shouldn't be no shit where it has to be that unless it's severe and you have to have top notch people on that shit getting paid properly so they can do their job properly with no motherfucking discretion don't come in here all because a motherfucker think the sky's red maybe he's colorblind or some shit but don't go committing a motherfucker maybe you need to do like I mean like it, it just goes all the testing shit it just falls into so many areas and trying to get ahead and assist people with whatever they need if it was some shit where somebody thought the sky was red alright instead of committing this person maybe we need to get them to a doctor to see is there something wrong with their eyes or if they have some kind of special uh, pigment or something in their eyes where they see colors different like but just don't go lobotomizing people and committing people to mental institutions because you know, they think one plus one equals three in some way. Or two and a half, some shit. I'm just saying. Spade being a spade. Outside looking in. But, yeah, that I mean, I hate to say told you so, but that draws to my theme of what I said yesterday exactly. Mental health is real, and they need to have some kind of testing into this shit so we can know and try to get ahead of shit like this because sad to say this is not the last one and what would be even more fucked up and I think a lot of the time the people who be needing help and can't get help or can't get people to realize that they need help when they do shit like this that's to get your attention and once they got your attention Hoping you would look into the mental aspect of it once shit starts getting revealed. Because, I mean, come on. They know. They know shit is going to be found out. 
in the end, if he took his life, he know you gonna go back into his past. Y'all up in his house with a magnifying glass, fine tooth comb, everything. They know this. You looking into everything because they left it here for you to see it. But I think a lot of times when they do that shit, or when it goes to the extreme, that's for the shock value and the attention. But if you have a rash of these motherfuckers just popping up left and right, left and right, back to back. Yeah, that's these people's way of trying to let this shit be known. People need help mentally. A lot of this shit in society is draining. A lot of people can't handle shit a certain way. People can't function a certain way. So, but yeah, I think there should be regular testing across the board. Worldwide, everybody. Like, but you have to have your top people on that shit because... No, you can't go committing nobody just because they think an egg tastes like a goddamn banana. Like, maybe their their sense of smell and taste is off. But that doesn't mean, you know. But that goes into the test and you have to make sure, goddammit, they know what what is what and this and this. But if it's something that internally... They actually taste fucking banana when they bite into an egg. Well, shit. There you go. That's shit you need to look at. Well, people have goddamn taste bud issues where they can't differentiate an egg from a banana. Like, come on. But this is Rapper Week TV, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man, representing MBMG all day. I'm about to get up out of here, man. I'm about to get to the gym. Uh, y'all continue to be safe, stay breathing, stay sanitized, stay dangerous, stay the fuck out the way. Stay tuned for more episodes of Rap Week TV on IGTV, The Last Blunt with Mike Man on IGTV, and more episodes of Rap Week TV, the podcast, stream wherever you listen to music, podcasts like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Anchor, and more. Yeah, I'm your host, man, MBMG all day. Representing Mike Man, we out. Y'all be safe, man. Chill. Mm-hmm.